0: Welcome back to the second episode of the Taylor Fade podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Alec Byersdorf, And this one is our, our Christmas day special presented by the Vookie app.
1: Yeah, the Vookie app, it's the ultimate sports betting app. Uh, log in, download it on the app store today. Get your daily sports content, education, betting tips, uh, listen to podcasts, get your daily sports information, uh, bet on the nfl nba college basketball nhl and and just get familiar with it with these bets you have the ability to win various raffle prizes uh just a few raffle prizes coming up here to a close here at the end of december we have lululemon gift card yeah yeah absolutely scott has definitely been applying and, and and utilizing his raffle tickets towards that uh some chipotle gift cards Starbucks and so much more. So download the the Bookie app in your app store today and, and just log in, get familiar with it, and make it a part of your daily routine.
0: And and as we I mentioned before, this is our Christmas Day special. We're covering all games on Christmas. We got five NBA games. First time we're doing NBA. Yeah, five uh, know, NBA games. I know we started this podcast. I was a college one and an NFL. With that coming to a wrap and other sports going on, getting in, and we obviously bet on those. So we're we're gonna kind of tailor towards football. Uh, or from football to basketball and um, moving on forward. So we've got five NBA games. we got two NFL games. We'll give you our thoughts, our picks. Um, as always, lines are subject to change, especially with COVID going rampant. Um, right now, we don't know who might be playing. We're recording this again earlier in the week, um, and games are on Saturday. So things are changed. We will go make sure to follow us on the Taylor Fade podcast on Instagram. That's TaylorFade. Pod, P-O-D, um, because if lines change, we'll post on there, let you know our thoughts. You know, line might be minus one right now. It could be minus five because of COVID, and we might let you know what we think about it. So um, with that being said, uh, we can get into it. Let's start with the Christmas Day basketball. Well, you know, it, it's
1: interesting, and for those of you that have been following basketball, it is almost impossible to get a feel on any line, anything, because day-to-day with their COVID restrictions, I mean, COVID's running rampant in the NBA right now. Um, I think I saw uh, the Brooklyn Nets, one of our Christmas Day teams, has nine people on the COVID reserves. I mean, it's to the point where the NBA is actually allowing for each team to sign a COVID player, an extra player that they can just utilize whenever needed, um, at least for the, I think it's the next 30 days. Um, But yeah, we started off, it's uh, playing in. Well, um,
0: Kyrie's basically back for away games now.
1: Yeah, because but he's he, also in COVID protocol. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he had to go and he has to just um, pass five negative five, tests. Five negative tests. Yeah. So he might not have – and they're going to see how he's in shape. He might play. He might not. Who knows? I, I doubt – that seems unless it's an absolute emergency, which it seems like it might with nine, yeah, nine guys the play. but I just want to go over some Christmas Day um, trends before we get it for the NBA. Everyone knows there's been – since 2005, there's been this Christmas Day under. You bet the unders on Christmas Day, it's hitting 60%. Um, But what's even more crazy is the games from these are Eastern times. The twelve to five thirty, the unders are twenty six and nine since two thousand five. Twelve, then that's the East Coast time. East Coast side, twelve to five thirty. So the first, the first First three three games games are twenty nine or twenty six and nine. I think that's one of or for a few reasons. One, it's Christmas Day, so you know they wake up, but these guys probably you know have their kids. They open their presents. They're not doing their normal routine. Yeah, Um, obviously most teams don't really play 12 o'clock games anyways so again these guys are professional athletes every you know these guys are trained they're machines they have the routine and i think by having these early games it just it takes them while to get loosened up they're missing shots early so a trend is the um christmas day unders that everyone uh loves another trend too is any game played at 12 o'clock Earlier, twelve or one between that time frame and just regular NBA is like hitting at half percent, which is plus money if you bet that every single time. What's hitting at
1: fifty-three percent?
0: Um, any game played unders played oh, before unders, five thirty. So which 53%, is fifty-three percent. So that's 53. really now it's not a lot. Trend. It's less than the sixty percent, but it's still hit if you bet that blindly, you'd be up money since two thousand five. So, but again, not really. Yeah, if you if you have 50, to win more than fifty two fifty two point four percent at minus one ten is even money. So fifty three percent, fifty three half. But it's nine hundred fifty games. You'd be up. I think it's like six, seven eight units, which is still. I'm just saying plus money. Another trend is favorites on Christmas Day. The last ten years, the favorites are twenty nine and twenty one, which is good for fifty eight percent. Yeah. So if if you just you want to bet, you I also feel action, like a lot of and I would. I don't
1: know. You might know it. Is there's a lot of home favorites on yeah. Christmas Day because it's obviously they. Christmas NBA, they, you know, obviously pump the schedule. They put the best teams in from the previous year, or, or at least who they're thinking is gonna be the best teams. And with that, you know, you a little home cooking. You're they're the ones at home. They're not the ones in a hotel, you know,
0: on Christmas. On Day. Christmas
1: morning. And so yeah, it's you know, it, it's it's interest it's an interesting slate, obviously. Um the COVID, I guess, news is really the big differentiator in what's gonna happen this year. I I mean
0: I think you see every some of the
1: players out for each team and and I would almost just
0: pound the under for every team because every there's team, key players out yeah. for every team is every, I think every home team is favored. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some are one, but still every home team is here. So let's get into the first one. We have, uh, Hawks, Knicks, Knicks minus one over under 218 and a half points. I mean, I'm going with the trend this morning. I, I like the under, um, I Dude.
1: mean, I, I'm on the under there as well. I do know right now Trey Young is in COVID protocol. Now, granted, everyone, I mean, in the NBA, you have to have five days of negative tests in a row. So here we are, we're sitting on Monday. So they have to start tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday morning. So they, if tomorrow morning, if tomorrow they don't test negative, they're, I mean, by those rules, they are out of COVID protocols now. I don't know how LeBron James.
0: Well, LeBron's was your supposed when you get tests negative or a positive test for covid they're supposed to do immediate test again to see okay. and he had a positive and then a negative they so didn't do one a, yeah and so they didn't do that when it's a false positive I think you just have to have five straight negative tests okay within and you have to take one every like four to eight hours or something like that okay. so he did that where these guys seem like they aren't yeah. false positive so um yeah I mean I, for that
1: for that I mean it looks like you have uh I mean Trey young just got put on the covid yesterday or two days ago now um so I mean there's a good chance he won't test negative tomorrow. So no Trey Young, their leading scorer. Um, No Bogdanovich who puts up about 12 points a game for them. Um, But he looks like his is not COVID related. So I would expect him to play. Um, You know, obviously the Knicks have some of their own problems as well, but they do have most of their key players playing. I personally like the under, I also like the Knicks um, only giving up one point there, but it's also going to come down this Trey Young get clear COVID protocols.
0: And and, Trey, I've, like owns the Knicks when he yeah, he killed him them in the playoffs last year. Um, their offense revolves around him, so there's a lot of that. Um, prior to COVID, they're both averaging uh, or the Hawks are averaging 111 a game. The Knicks are 105. Knicks under Thibodeau notoriously have been a good defensive team. They've been terrible defensively. Yeah. Um, so there's that part. But if Trey's not playing, Atlanta's. Uh, overs this year are four, 15 and 14. So it's not anything ground, not like killing the overs. Yeah. So I like again the under. And depending, off trade, uh, give me the and that's that, an that, early the, game. The Knicks haven't played like a it's the first game, they're gonna be wild because the Hawks beat them in the playoffs. The Garden's gonna be rocking. I know they've struggled recently, but when that Garden's rocking, man, they that's a big home court advantage. Well, we've made it exciting,
1: like it, yeah. it. The Knicks have become kind of relevant again, especially in the East. I mean, they. They won one playoff
0: game, won a game, and the they almost bur- burnt the city oh, down. I mean,
1: it was it was absolutely wild. I mean, if you look um, just in general, I mean, you know, Atlanta gives up a lot of points as well. And that's kind of my concern here. Um, but I just, if Trey Young doesn't play, I mean, I think no Trey Young makes their defense better. Yep. One, and then two, I just don't think they'll score a lot. Yeah, I think they'll have to slow it down. They they won't just be jacking up threes all day like they do with him. And I mean, I just total. I mean, under two hundred eighteen and a half. I mean, I'm I would guess you know about a, a one hundred five to one hundred ten game there. And it's, I, mean, I think it'll get close. 110,
0: 105 game is the under. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a, I think that's, that's, that's a high scoring game at a twelve o'clock in the morning game on Christmas.
1: Yeah, I mean so. that's that's what I, I think you're you're looking good there. Um, I, I don't see they play a couple that actually play two days prior on yep. the road
0: so i mean it's- a lot of the teams that play christmas day also play on thursday
1: so yeah i mean especially if when you're on the road i mean it's not you're not going to get the rest you're not going to recover the night before christmas eve and you're not going to have any prep time really christmas morning so give me the under i'm leaning the Knicks with no trey young I, I would just pound
0: the Knicks there as well all right uh next game we have my hometown team the celtics playing the bucks in milwaukee bucks minus seven over under 228 and a half um, here's a stat: defending champs on Christmas are six and a, six and seven straight up and four and nine against the spread. I personally, and this is actually a guy that fades the Celtics a lot. I actually like the Celtics plus seven and the under in this. And here's why: they got Jalen Brown back. Um, when he's back, they are substantially better defensively and offensively. Tatum actually out, clearly plays a lot better when he's when Jalen Brown's there. He doesn't have to take four four shots. Um, again, they lost by four to golden state. He's been back. Um, and then they just beat the Knicks by seven. Was it, um, the other day they're playing a lot better. They're playing a lot better defensively. Um, so give me, give me the Celtics plus seven in the under of two twenty eight
1: and a half. and a half. Nice. I like that. I also, I don't really have a feel on the uh, spread on this, but I'm liking the under now. Obviously they do have games to play between now and Saturday, uh, but neither team, Has hit 228 and a half points in their last five. Yeah. And and like, so I mean, you're looking at like, okay, that's not like they're right now, their defenses are just like giving up a ton or they're scoring a ton. Like, neither team has has hit that mark total in either of their last five games. The last time they played was actually very recently, last week. um, Boston won by 14, but that game still didn't even hit. Yeah. And it hit 120 or 220. So
0: Al Horford's pretty good defending Giannis, a, you know, a little bit. Um, I, you can't really stop him, but you can't get to him. They, they, when they play, it's usually like this slower down game. Um, so uh, that's why I like the under. And again, I, the Celtics played a worse defensive team, um, the Knicks, and they, that was 221. You know, yeah. so it was like, and I don't see them giving up. I see them locking in. Again, a lot of the unders happen too because these teams are good teams and they're actually like national televised game. They're actually locked in. Yeah. At least defensively and just more focused and, and they're just better players. So that's why. They- and
1: one thing I also kind of like it, and, and I just am making this up, honestly, but <laughs> one reason I love unders is because Christmas day games aren't normal. Like you don't have guys go in, they get treatment they go through their workout routine like no they're more show and go so if the game does get out of hand i i feel like coaches pull their guys earlier because they're like let's not risk injury yep. it's okay it's just a game like it doesn't matter that it's on national tv so i feel like teams are more are quicker to to pull the trigger and to slow it down and to just kind of get to the next game cuz it's it's not a gimmick game cuz it does you know it is a good game two good teams it's just they don't have the full preparation. They don't have the meetings the night before, the mornings of. I I just fully expect like if if in a, in, a, in this case maybe Milwaukee does play really well, they'll pull them. Or maybe Boston comes out and they're like, you know what, Milwaukee's like, let's just let's just get to the next yeah.
0: day. No, that's a good point. I, I that if we're the regular season game on a Tuesday. They might in non you know injury game like this national televised. They might be like, hey, we can come back. Let's make try make one yep. run. We're in Christmas days. Like, hey, let's just that's we're we're not playing well. It's like check it out. Let's get yeah you let's get your families get to home to christmas yeah that makes sense um it does make sense, see, I, thought so. sense. I, I I talked myself into yeah. that yeah talked i like, that. Myself I like into that. that uh there was a story about doc rivers so do a little sidebar he was uh when tiger was making when he came back healthy was making that run to the masters years ago when he was a celtics he was he wanted to go see him on sunday and the celtics were playing and he goes he's trying to get teed up he's trying to get thrown out and the ref comes over to him and goes I want to watch it, too. I ain't throwing you out. doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> He's like, you ain't watching it. You ain't watching it. I ain't watching it. <laughs> and uh, so it's it, was, it was so – Doc was like, damn it. He was like, I was trying to get – uh, I heard he was close coming down the stretch. I was trying to get thrown out of the game. And the ref was like, I don't care what you say. We ain't throwing We're you not out. not throwing you out. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I get it. I get it. But uh, heading to the next game, I think on the biggest game on the slate, uh, Golden State Warriors, Phoenix Suns, and Phoenix – Phoenix minus four, over-under set at 227. These two have played each other twice in the last month, um, splitting those. Both home teams have won. Both home teams have won. Devin Booker is now, I believe, back playing again.
0: Um, Two of the best teams. The the two best teams teams in in the league right right now. Hands down. Two of the top four, I believe, defensive teams from a defensive rating and offensively. These teams are very good. Here's a little stat for you. Steph Curry on Christmas has never scored more than 20 points in the game. He's never made more than two threes on a Christmas Day game. And he also, when he last time he played here, he had his one of his worst shooting performances of like, his entire career. Mikhail Bridges kind of does a number on him. Well, he's got like he, Mikhail's what, six six and he's got about a seven one wingspan. Yeah. You know what's crazy?
1: And and it, obviously Steph just broke the uh the record. He broke Ray Allen's record for career three pointers. I was looking at it. I mean, this year, Steph Curry takes, I think, on average, just over 13 threes a game. For his career, though, he takes just under nine a game. And he and Ray Allen averaged in his career under six. So he averages three more threes a game. And I'm like, yeah, no wonder he broke his record at like this pace. Like, yeah. But I also
0: think he, because of how elite, shooter he is and how great of a shooter he is he changed the game like yeah. like Fred van Fleet made a point He's like because of Steph I'm in the NBA yeah because I can knock out th- before he used to be point guard Ooh, pass first get people of all um because Steph can shoot and he can th- create th- his own shots yeah be- now Fred van Fleet they can knock down threes and undersized guard people actually like oh he's valuable to us yeah. Steph literally made made teams change how they play uh, how they play the game of basketball
1: so I mean that's why the, the I mean you look at the game 15 years ago versus today I mean you'd be talking about total points would be like 102 to 94 like there's the consistent the year-to-year total points scored per game is just just drastically going up yeah
0: i you could make an argument that steph is the most influential person to a, the game of basketball in the aspect of how he made the game completely change yeah he definitely he, you could yeah you could make that argument one thousand yeah. percent there's some guy like Michael Jordan, obviously, no one's built like LeBron, so it's not like he, like, no one else can be like, you yeah, can't. we, we well, would lo- can't, we would love to have LeBron. I would love to, yeah. I, would love to have, I would love to have LeBron, but you can't, <laughs> as a player, you can't be like, no, I'm going to be LeBron now. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're not, not going like, to be 6'9 hey, and
1: 270 in yeah. a train.
0: Yeah, every 6'9 six, six, 270 guy, like, we're going to give you the ball and you would be yeah. LeBron. You can't do that, but he, like, gave, like, he made the three point line, like, change the yeah, game. And people look at analytics differently. It was, it was, it's great. So, but with that said, I, all right, so here's these it. two teams are the, the best. Like, the of the best. Teams I love the, the under. I love the under.
1: I also like Phoenix here. I think Phoenix at home. I think it's gonna be wild. I think you know, living in Phoenix and having the ability to go to some games here and there, it's cool to see what the Phoenix Suns means to this town right now. This it is actually, a basketball
0: city. I, yeah, I've absolutely. lived in sports cities. I've been around this when when every team's rolling. No place is rocking better than the Footprint Center in downtown Phoenix when the Suns are. That's the loudest. It's, it's I've been wild. to ten different NBA stadiums. That's the loudest I've ever been. When I went to those playoff games last year. The loudest I've ever heard a stadium. Yeah. In a and I it think, was so and loud. I
1: really think that the Suns are good. I think they win. I think it'll be close, but they do keep Curry in check. Clay Thompson's not back yet. Um, obviously they have some other pieces that are good. Wiggins, I think Wiggins has been hurt though. I don't know, I don't know if he's playing or not on Saturday, but he's been in and out. Jordan Poole's good. But I love the Suns here. I love the under as well. I, I think both teams, even though both teams can score points in bunches. They're efficient on offense.
0: Yeah. It's not they're not scoring the most points, but their offensive rating is in the top five because they're very
1: Efficient, yeah. Scored. Their points per per yeah. draw or per, per possession, yeah, is, is, is high up up there. So, I personally, I like the Suns here. I like the under as well. I, you know, it is high, um, but it's just because both teams can
0: score 130 at any given day if they just go off. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Suns because one, I'm gonna be at the game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go and root for them, and I'm gonna take them. But I do like I, the team that's at home has usually been pretty good. Um, and they're very good, and they're a good team too. It's not like I'm taking like a team that's you know 500. Yeah. Like it's not like the Knicks or something, just because of the whole team. You're taking the very good team yeah. um, at home, so no, I agree with that. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has been playing pretty well for them. His fit in really because he got like a bad rap in um Minnesota. Minnesota. Did you hear Andre Iguodala when like when they got him? He's like, oh, I had we had one mutual teammate, Jimmy Butler. Because you know I call it Jimmy, and it's like, Jimmy, how do you like Andre or how do you like Andrew Wiggins? He's like, no, I do like him. Like, you like him? He's like, yeah. He's like, then I changed my whole view on him because I only knew what the media and everything said. Yeah. If Jimmy likes you, then you're good in my book because Jimmy doesn't like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So, uh, Fair. so, I was like, it kind of changed my view. So, um, all right, we get to uh, – if you sold me this game at the beginning of the year, I'd, I'd say this would be one of the best matchups of oh, the of the, easily. Of the season. Easily. We got the Nets heading to L.A., playing the Lakers, minus one Lakers, over under 233. Um Here's the thing, KD's in COVID protocol. We don't know if he's going to come back. So, no KD. Honestly, it for me right now
1: it's a no-bet game um because KD's the best player. He's the MVP of
0: the league this year. He's plus 275. Curry's at plus 130, but that was 3 days ago and KD There seems nothing without KD. He's he's carrying all right, so I personally know, not personally know, but um, they have like David Duke Jr. Is on the team and he was from Providence, but he's from like my area. So, like, I kind of followed his career. Um, and like, he's a, he averaged like, he had 18 points, like 14 rebounds. He's just like a 6'4 guard. Like, Katie's literally carrying that him, t- making all these guys around him better. And he's like actually bringing up the, the players around him, even though he's not a pass first guy, he's making everyone else around him better. This guy scores more effortlessly. And any yeah. pro- he is not affected. Kevin Durant, if if he has an off day, has nothing to do with the defense. He just missed shots.
1: Yeah, I mean he's seven foot, and he's got a wingspan that's twelve feet. I mean, you can't defensively like, what are you gonna put a hand in his face? No, you're not. You you, you can't. You, you can't. Because so,
0: he is seven. He is seven foot tall. Who said? Some guys just said there's just you. Again, you don't stop. Kevin, he just he misses. He shots. stops himself. Yeah, he, he just had an off absolutely. Day. Yeah, he, you don't. You can't. That's the thing,
1: and that's like even like, obviously LeBron's getting out of his prime. Like there's like a few guys in the league like. You don't stop them because Kevin Durant is seven foot tall. He can dribble the ball. He can shoot it. He can do whatever he wants. Same thing with LeBron James. Same thing with like Giannis. Like those guys. Like you can't really schematically stop them. No, like they literally get in their own way. They miss shots, or maybe they just take bad shots. Like you can't really do much. Like you just have to hope. Like yeah, you, they only make fifty percent of their shots. Yeah.
0: And even like LeBron and Giannis, like they. You what you do is that means you just overhelp and make them make and that make them, pass yeah. and hope that that guy yeah. just Which, yeah. stinks. You know, so with like KD, it's just he can just shoot over everyone. everyone. It just,
1: it's crazy. I mean, it's it's really. I mean, it's so effortless. Like when he gets hot,
0: like obviously people would say <laughs> like Steph, but like when he starts making shots, you're like holy. But crap. he doesn't differ. Like it's so fun. I was I was at the bar and this guy when they played the Sixers, this guy bet because they had a bunch of guys and had a bunch of guys out, so he bet the Sixers. Kevin just scored every single time down the yeah. court, and this guy just getting mad. I'm like, dude, there's nothing more, there's nothing better. If you're a fan of a guy, like you say, Kevin Durant's on your team, it can't be any better than him just in the zone, just hit, bearing t- fadeaway oh, jumper, yeah. pull up, going by people, and then you're on the other end, and the guy's just getting mad. But he's like, there's, there's nothing we can do. Well,
1: that's like, uh, you know, it, he reminds me of like LeBron, like, like end of his Cavs career, there where. Like at the first time where like you beat the Celtics he, in the he, Eastern he, he, Conference and and you're like as a as a Celtics fan you're like oh wha- we do had 50, something
0: fifty four points and it was just he was hitting three step backs he's hitting like NBA, fadeaways deep, like- NBA, and you're just I remember watching because we were up three games at two and like we need to win that game and he just there was just nothing you could do. Oh. It, every he made, time he shut the ball and that was before he was his knock that was, was before he was, was like considered like a good shooter yeah. like a decent, like, he just wasn't he was like what, what are we supposed to do we're supposed to pressure him he's just gonna go by and dunk yeah. it on everyone yeah we i mean it's can't do anything it's
1: so crazy it, it's so cool to see because like i feel like there's very few sports where you can see athletes like truly like take over games like obviously like you can't really do that in baseball really football you can't even you do that you have to be a mobile
0: quarterback i think that really truly take over a game. We're like, oh, guys aren't going, I'm running for 20 yards. Yeah,
1: but even then, it's like, you still have to, like, you really can't take over a game like being a, a mobile quarterback the way you can. not Like, NBA, like, you you can be
0: like, hey, give me the ball every time. I think the only, yeah, I think the only maybe comparison would be like, in college football, like a wide receiver, that's just better than everyone. And you're just throwing it up to, like, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. It. just That's the only thing I use, like, all right, just ju- jump up, throw it to him every yeah. time. But but
1: with that said, honestly, I have zero feel for this game until I see what happens. The Nets, last time I checked, had nine people in the COVID protocol. Yeah, Kyrie might play, Kyrie might, might, might play. KD might play, might yeah. not. I mean, if KD plays, I like the Nets just because I do know Anthony Davis is out. He's injured again. And
0: the Lakers have been playing awful. Lakers
1: just don't play well. Like, LeBron plays well. And that's
0: right. Like, everyone else is just like a crapshoot. I'll say that if the line stays at one and KD's out, but it's Harden and, and maybe an on on in shape Kyrie, you know, don't, don't know who he'll be. Uh, I would lean Lakers just because I feel like the Lakers and the, the him, LeBron, Westbrook, like just when it's a nationally televised game. LeBron always shows up. Yeah, on he just he just plays games. well. Um, the Lakers are very good against. Uh, they're very good um, on Christmas Day, but their unders are are. They hit the under, like, I think it's it's them that's 1-11 or something like that. So, um, but, yeah, I like, uh, again, if KD's not playing Lakers, if KD is, Nets, but it just depends on how the line moves. But uh, the last game, which I always find it funny, there's, like, a good morning game, then there's two primetime games in the middle, and then there's, this one we got, like, three with, like, the names, you know, you got the Celtics, you got... Suns, Golden State, and then the last one is just like a, almost like a throwaway. Yeah, we got Dallas heading to Utah, Utah minus five and a half, over under 224 and a half. Uh, I'm gonna say this Dallas has been a pretty let down letdown season for them right big now, time big time letdown. Utah always they play very well during the regular season, they're they very, struggle, uh, they're just very like disciplined. Good, they they
1: I have Utah minus five and a half. Yeah, I like Utah here. Um, Luca, I mean, that was like what last week. Luca's like, yeah, I'm just like fat and out of shape. <laughs> like, <laughs> me, me, hey, me, hey, Luca, me too. Man. We're halfway me into too, the season, buddy. Like, <laughs> let's get it together. And I think, like, I think they have some injury problems. I think Kristaps is a little uh, Porzingis is a little banged up. I think they have some other guys that are hurt. I like Utah in this spot. I think Utah's good. I mean, I think they're currently the third best team in the West, twenty and nine. Um, you know, they they're a solid team. I have zero feel on the over under they've been putting up so many points it's just in in their last taking out their last game the prior four games they scored like 120 or more so it's just tough for me to feel like I mean I feel like Luca will just put up like 45 himself just because like that's their team yeah and and they do have a couple shooters that could get hot so like I really don't have a feel I'm almost leaning on the over because they are the late game right and they're on the west coast so really their game it's uh what what time is it seven o'clock no 830 west coast time so you're talking about ten thirty eastern so they're 8 30 local where yeah. they're at in utah so i really feel like i mean it's a normal day of prep like they can yeah. have a christmas morning and they can be at the arena by one or two and they can have a normal day so i do think utah wins this game i think they cover maybe luca has
0: you know a
1: luca performance but i also am leaning on the over here as well
0: yeah. Then no, no, well with that being said, the you know, like I said sixty percent are since Christmas Day is hitting the under is, but the games before five thirty are twenty. I mean they're hitting at like seventy five percent. So with that being said, that means the, oh, the th- late there's games. a forty percent difference. The oh, the later games usually are Hit pretty fifty fifty. Um but yeah, so I, I just I like Utah minus five and a half. Um yeah, it's it I guess that's it for college or, or for NBA. Yeah,
1: and then um, heading to the uh the NFL slate. We got two big games. Christmas Day. Lambeau Field. Browns just scored. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we got the Cleveland Browns. COVID COVID ridden and all versus the uh Green Bay Packers. Current line. Packers minus seven and a half. Over-under set at 45 and forty-five and a half. Uh, I have no idea what the weather looks like. I mean, obviously it could be terrible, but right now I feel like everywhere has had amazing weather. Like, and by amazing, like 40 cold, cold
0: weather, cold weather uh cities that normally are snowing, snowing it's or just cleaning. cold. It's, it's, it's just been, it's just been, it's been. Or even lukewarm. 10. Yeah. And it's been sunny. There hasn't yeah. been a, a
1: much snow besides but, that one month. But Monday for again. this, um, I mean, it's tough to even give a feel because right now, I mean, as we speak, the Browns are playing with their third string quarterback, Nick Mullins, um, Baker Mayfield, and Case Keenum are in COVID protocol. I think about half their team is in COVID protocol. So obviously who comes out of it, you would think most of them would. Um, but who knows, maybe some had side effects. I, I, I don't know any of that stuff. Um, Green Bay's rolling. I mean, obviously they, they were up fourteen la- la- yesterday. One thing I did say after that game against Ravens is I am now always taking Ravens live action going into the fourth quarter because they're always down by more than two scores and it's and they're always doing a, a two point
0: conversion to Just, try to yeah. win. A game. <laughs>
1: so give me the 13 points going into the fourth quarter, and I'm gonna feel great about the Ravens, no matter who's at quarterback, clearly. Um, But with that said, um, 45 and a half, I like the Packers offense. Uh, Obviously, the Browns defense is pretty solid, but I just think they're clicking. I mean, they scored 31. I mean, I think they scored like 30. They're averaging like 33 in their last
0: five. So 31, 45, 36, 31. They haven't scored under 30 points in the last month. Yeah. So I think and and that's
1: like the weather starting to change, too. So it's like it's not like like ideal conditions out there. So I like the Packers' offense here. Um, I also think the Packers' defense has played pretty bad the last couple of weeks. Now they're all, they are banged up. They've had a good year overall. Um, I'm going to stay away from the over/under until I see who plays. I, ca- yeah. I can't. I have zero feel on that. Uh,
0: I like Green Bay minus seven and a half. I and that's I think ba- Baker was in protocol like weeks ago, and they moved the game. So or not weeks ago, like days ago, and they, it, yeah, the end of last week. So he's definitely if he supposedly. I'm pretty sure he's probably vaccinated, which means because we'd be here. He yeah. Yeah. He just has to test negative. So I believe by Saturday, but I like the Packers because one, the Browns are on a short week having to play Monday, no turnaround time. It's a Christmas day game. It, I them having to go on the road again. Um, They're going to be traveling. I don't think that see them getting prepared uh, that well. I like the Packers in this. If Baker can't play, let's say this line's going to go to like 12, 12 and a half. I agree. Um, I- so I again I like the Packers. I don't know about the over under. Maybe, you know, if you can get somewhere like the team total like you did last like it just bet them team total over. Uh with it being forty five and a half and at seven, that shows me it's it's like a twenty eight twenty one. No, no, it'd be like twenty six nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're over three touchdowns, four yeah. touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Now the Browns defense is better. I mean, obviously Miles Garrett may, Garrett might be Defense Player of the Year. He's arguably in there. That case, there's a few guys, but uh, yeah, I like the the Packers um, minus seven and a half. Yeah. The next game we have, Eight. we have a team that is trending. Struggling. We have a team trending one direction, and we have another team trending in the complete other direction. In the Indianapolis Colts, yes, and the and Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are hosting. They're minus one and a half. The Cardinals are, Colts money line. The Packers broke
1: the Cardinals. They don't play. They can't beat good teams. They also can't beat bad teams now. I guess either. I don't know what happened to the Arizona
0: Cardinals. I don't either. I. What happened to Kyler Murray? He got hurt and he came back. Oh, and- can, can we? Does does he just not want to run anymore? Because he's in the, the pockets closing on him, and rather than just like taking off, go because I know people are like, Oh, don't run, don't run, like quarterbacks are gonna get hurt and stuff. I've never seen him and Lamar Jackson of the two running quarterbacks that in the last decade are the two running, I've never seen them take a big hit. I feel yeah. like they're very good at like they run, I feel like they good, dive, and like, yeah, get, I feel either. like they're very good at avoiding hits. I've never seen one of them take or get like tackled yeah. like hard. Um, Yeah, I don't know. They lost. They scored 12 points against Detroit. Not a good team. And they've been the problem. They were 6 0 on the road, winning average double digits on the road. They lost to the Rams at home. The Bears, they scored 22 or 33. Um,
1: Colts are looking good. They just handled the Patriots with ease. But is
0: this a common hungry dog runs faster where you got the Colts coming off a big, huge win playing a team who played absolutely piss poor? That line's one and a half because of, their, of, the, of the performance they've played the last two weeks and how the Colts look like maybe one of the better teams um, in the AFC now. Uh, well, going back to the trend we
1: started earlier in the year, yeah, like you would in this situation bet Cardinals. Now we haven't kept up with that. So I'd be curious to see what that current trend of a team who comes off of not covering versus a team who comes off covering, you're supposed to bet the opposite. You know, I don't know, but I just, I think the Colts ability to run the ball Obviously, obviously, their ability to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor, who is in the MVP discussion, opens up their pass game, and I still think their pass game is underutilized and not as efficient as it can be. I just the car. I mean, Jared Goff just dime
0: pieced. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say this: um, the Colts have a formula similar to the Patriots in that they can play defense and they can run the ball, which. Which that goes any no matter where you're playing a dome, snow, yeah, win, rain, windy, defense and running the ball can run. So in the playoffs, if you could if if you're playing they going to the Bills, they could go run the ball a hundred times in Buffalo on a bad day, right? It so matter. though that's a team that could make a run. Um I agree. They could make a run. The Colts could beat, I mean, they could lose the first run, but they could they beat, beat anyone in the NFC. Easily. I mean, the I way agree. they run the ball, they could beat anyone in the NFC. I mean, they're, they're, they're efficient. They're is balanced. John, all right. In a year, I know they just give the the quarterback that has the best year and the best team the, the MVP. In a year where no one's showing out, really, or it's up and down, like at one point Kyle Murray, then he got hurt. Then there's like Patrick Mahomes, and he struggled, and Tom Brady, who played awful last night. And this, look, this is the year to, Jonathan Taylor is carrying. No, but Jonathan Taylor is carrying the Colts right now. And you're telling me Aaron Rodgers isn't carrying the Packers? Yeah, but... Aaron, what I'm saying is that in a year where he, he's not having the – he's having an MVP year because I think everyone else is having a down year. Where are his stats? I don't know. 30 stat. touchdowns, like four picks. Um, what I'm saying is this is a year you could give it to a running back. Yeah, yeah. That, that you like, could. That, I agree. Like, John agree. and Taylor is I'm like – I'm just trying to stir, yeah. ruffle
1: some feathers here. But here
0: if I go last. to the MVP, I was like, John Taylor's like fifth or sixth, and he should be
1: – Yeah, but that's like – like, Derrick Henry last year could have easily – I mean, Derrick Henry last year was uh, – Freak. I mean, yeah. same stats. Aaron Rodgers had an unreal year last yeah. year, so it was it was fine. But I think it'll come down. Honestly, I think it comes down to either Jonathan Taylor, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers. Like that's the real MVP right now. Yeah, I, but not after
0: last night. Yeah, but it, it, it's almost like in the year two when the college football like no one really showed out. Like had a, yeah. you had a chance to give it to someone, you know, like a running back that carried a team. You know, I just yeah. thought or a defensive player whatnot. But yeah, that was mine. I. uh I think I'm just going to go with a trend on this. I think I'm just going to take Cardinals at home. Hungry dog runs faster. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe that line scares me as like one point, like what, like a Cardinals team. That's really looked like trash the last you know few weeks playing against a team that's playing really well. It's only, I would one. really
1: be curious what it was if it was in Indianapolis. Like I think Colts would be favored by like four.
0: Yeah. There's a study done that like, uh, you know, they say, Oh, on the road, it's uh, give the team home team three points for like football. Yeah. They like, someone's like debunked that it like depends on where you play when you play like yeah like it's not just so many factors that go yeah so like so they're like jacksonville's like a half a point advantage where because they're good to go home but yeah you play in like arrowhead arrowhead's like a three actually a three point but no one's not many places are actually three points no and obviously it depends like i mean for that game they're both domes so it's not like
1: you're like oh playing in perfect weather in arizona versus playing in buffalo where it's yeah. two degrees like yeah obviously it doesn't have a huge huge factor on the actual playing conditions and and whatnot but you no know, i i think it's gonna be interesting because the cardinals are kind of at a, a weird spot because they were seven and oh right now they're 10 and four so they're three and four in the last two months they went
0: from the one seed to the four seed yeah
1: i mean they're three and four in the last two months they still have to play the niners the cowboys cowboys and the colts yeah they needed this win this is a huge game because they could easily finish 10 and, I, ten and if seven.
0: they're 10, I don't think they. I don't know if they make the playoffs. it would probably be a
1: seven seed with yeah. seven teams. I feel like ten wins gets you in, but yeah, with that, so that's that's the, uh, the uh, Christmas Day slate. Five. We NBA have one games. more
0: game on Christmas at college football. Do you care to talk about it? I don't know much about it, but goal, uh, Georgia State versus Ball State. Ball State plus five, over or under fifty and a half.
1: I think I like Georgia State. I don't remember why.
0: Yeah, uh, Georgia State's moved from three and a half to five, which means probably someone's going out. I would probably just go over. I don't know, like over. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm actually kind of shocked they're even playing a uh, bowl game on
1: Christmas Day. Yeah, um, college for college. Uh, I think from when I I think Georgia State's actually like kind of good though.
0: No, they are. They they've done a good job. Um, I, cause I I when I say good job, I mean for like Georgia State. Um, I've bet them a few times, and, and they've, they've been
1: playing really well recently. Um, they beat Coastal, and I don't know if Grayson McCall played or not, but they that put was up the game a game he was out. Um, but they then beat they beat Troy pretty handily last last time. Um, I personally, I do like the over 50 and a half, um, both defenses each average. I mean, each average is at 50 to 53 points a game. Um, but you know, obviously they don't play in the, the greatest of conferences. I think Georgia state's offense is pretty good. Both quarterbacks score a lot and I don't think they throw a ton of picks. So I like the over had a month to prepare for this. Let's, let's show us something. Give me some Christmas day fireworks, Georgia state ball state.
0: Over fifty and a half. Also, last thing because we got we got about five, ten more minutes. We gotta. We forgot to at the beginning. We are going to recap our week from betting. Oh yeah, yeah. So we gave some bets out. Um, college football, five and four, six and two, two and O NFL, one and one. So he went seven and four. I went seven and three. He you took a double. You took an over yeah. and, a, and a team. But let's just say. Um, we couldn't have been – I mean, the over in that West, Western Kentucky game couldn't that have hit his 80 in the third – midway through the third quarter. Western Kentucky handled them. You're right. Uh, very disappointed by uh, Fresno. Just couldn't yeah, – they just, they, they just <sighs> let up too many points early on. That's their problem. They let up those points early and on. And they're just – their play calling was so brutal. Like,
1: they have a good quarterback, and they'd go, like, run, run, pass. Yep. So it's like and – that, and that's, like, even the frustrating thing for me. Like, if if I watch a team that has a good quarterback – you don't have to be great. Just a good quarterback. Give them two throws to get a first down. Yeah. And get one run, two throws. Unless uh, unless obviously your first run gets like eight yards. Yeah. But like, what are like freshman, like so, you're clearly that's your strong suit. Yep.
0: I said on the podcast, or we said on the video, uh, the Bahamas Bowl didn't have much win, so that wasn't a factor. So Middle Tennessee handled there. Um Coastal was just I said col Northern Illinois did what they like needed to do they kept it within the touchdown every single time we yeah. were leading the whole they, game and they were running the crap out of the ball yeah. so again if they got down though you see when they got down they almost did not cover because they had to, throw, they the had ball. to throw the ball Yeah. There so, there. was there, it,
1: for them it was just like they had to commit to it they did and they but the thing is is that they were getting like nine yards to carry nine like, yards of
0: carry but then when they, they weren't got even down getting it, behind and the throw, downs and they had to throw behind the. When they had to throw though when the team the defense knew they had to throw they were they couldn't do it lombardi couldn't but they just were running the ball every yep. single
1: time it was impressive to watch yeah. actually i mean over hit with ease on that yep. um which was kind of a a, a lock Utah- my big shocker it was byu byu just laid in A. but i will say i did not know the starting quarterback wasn't playing i was bamboozled yeah, no, I. I, I mean, guess. their backups pretty good, but like still,
0: it's you, you're a top fifteen. Like, if you're a top fifteen team, you should.
1: Yeah, you Utah should, State, even with your back, should that. beat UAB. Yeah. So, um, Utah State, we were, we're money. Liberty money knew that yeah. was going to happen with with Willis playing. Even
0: ULL, ULL, that was a pretty. We easy actually hit. said it, and we didn't give a pick because I, I I just didn't know enough about it, but. On our bowl preview that went out today unfortunately it went on youtube today but if you listened on thursday when it went on the podcast on apple we did we did nail the tulsa odu game but i'm not gonna take credit for it because i didn't actually post it on instagram um so i don't want to like cheat the numbers yeah. but we said odu stinks tulsa's last scene will play a lot better uh, i would take tulsa minus i think it was like nine at nine. the time we talked about it, it, it's eight at I, game took day. It, I took it today seven yeah I got all the way down so but, and then we said, give me the under, I don't see ODU scoring enough. Tulsa basically covered, it was right after team total. Yep. And ODU, ODU did, did not, they said the opening kickoff for touchdown. And then just scored 10 points yeah. the rest of the game. There was,
1: for, for the over there though, it was wild because it was 14 points in literally a minute and 58 seconds. And I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be electrifying to watch. Like forget what you bet, like this could be crazy. And then.
0: There's another touchdown scored. So it was like 21 points in the first quarter, and then there was like first half over under. Talk about like a bad. Now I don't want to say it's like a bad beat, but it was like It's close to a bad beat. That's not one of those like yeah, return a like pick six last pick. second. Yeah, yeah, it was 21 points in the first quarter. Over under first half is 27 half. Then there's just two field goals. Yeah. And then I think I the think Tulsa think-
1: could have easily won. They Tulsa also could could got could have-
0: stopped at fourth and fourth. I think they went for a touchdown. Yeah. And they got stopped in the first half again. And they had like settled and- for like four
1: field goals. Yeah. I mean they Tulsa could have put up forty five points. Um but yeah not not an exciting not an exciting Monday game. But there's you know some midday NFL today so that was exciting. But uh yeah follow along. again another another pretty solid week for uh the podcast. Uh you know if you followed along you, you definitely made some money there. Got some coins on the Vookie app, entered for some raffle prizes. But uh but with that said wrapping up our Christmas day special Download the Vookie app today. Download it. Go to your app store. Mess around with it. Bet some overs, some unders, parlay it. It it gives you the ability to just get familiar with betting. And if you already are an expert better, then it gives you the ability to to continue for those games that you don't want to put money on. Free betting. Right, And you can win some coins that you can then enter f- different raffle prizes for. So just go to the App Store, download the vooki app today, Action for All. With that said, follow the podcast, Taylor Fade Pod on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow along, and uh, we'll be back next week for our New Year's edition of the Taylor Fade Podcast.
0: Yeah, again, follow us again on Instagram. It's Taylor Fade Pod, that's T A. I L O R Taylor Fade F A D E Pod P O D. Alright, follow us on Instagram. Give hey. Also, we're on YouTube now. We're, we're on videos. We're on YouTube. Um, we, yes, we are this good looking in real life. This is what we look like. We are very good looking in real life. So that is us. There's no filters on the YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Leave a comment. Write a review on the Apple Podcast for us. We'll see you uh. Next week,
1: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.